Letter twenty four of the History of Lady Barton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Devorah Allen. The History of Lady Barton by Elizabeth Griffith. Letter twenty four. Miss Cleveland to Lady Barton. Why must I tell my dear Louisa? that the contents of her letter abated the pleasure I received from seeing that her hand had superscribed it. This little circumstance gave me an idea of your perfect recovery, while the same characters on the inside trace out a tale of unhappiness and distress. And who can hope for health while the mind suffers? There is something very extraordinary in the adventure you have met with at Waltersburg, but your surmise on that occasion does not appear to me to have the least foundation. On the contrary, I would almost hazard any bet that Lord Lucan was incapable of treating you with such disrespect. It is impossible, I think, from the whole contour of his character, to suppose that he could be guilty of such an outrage to decency and honour, still more incredible to believe that he should never since have thought proper to offer any sort of excuse for such a behaviour, especially as he proceeded so far as to frame an opportunity to himself for doing so, by the respectful freedom of his letter to you for an action, too, which was so unfortunate in its consequences to the woman he loves. For that he loves is but too obvious. Who, then, could it be? That, indeed, I must be at a loss to answer any more than yourself. I am half persuaded, and I wish I was entirely so, that it was only a dream. But be that as it may, I think you are perfectly right in concealing the affair from Sir William, as the knowledge of it must have been fatal, at least to his repose and yours. I am very sorry that Sir William should have shown more regret for the loss of his son than concern for your illness, but parental fondness is, I fear, a stronger and more general affection in male minds than conjugal love. But indeed, my dear, you deserve a little mortification for your false delicacy in concealing your situation from him. So kiss the rod and have done whimpering, as we say to naughty children. I most earnestly wish that the business of Parliament had not called Sir William from home at this juncture. I long till he and you are settled in a domestic way at Southfield. I own I am alarmed at a married woman's meeting with adventures of the novel kind, in the absence of her husband. The wife where danger or dishonour lurks, safest and seemliest by her husband stays, who guards her, or with her the worst endures. To say truth, I think you are in almost as much danger as our fair mother, to whom these words were addressed, for there certainly is a serpent in the grass, somewhere, autour de vous. You have, however, the advantage of being warned of your danger, provided you construe the billet you sent me as its first whisper, and, as a woman's best safety is found in retreat, I wish you would resolve to withdraw yourself from any further intimacy, either with Lord Lucan or Colonel Walter. Believe me, my Louisa, they are both dangerous intimates, though in a different way. I receive your congratulation, as I am sure it is meant, and though my mind is not yet strong enough to consider the discovery of Lord Hume's inconstancy as a subject for rejoicing at, yet I agree with you that had this change in his affections happened after I had become his wife, the misfortune would have certainly been more insupportable, though I cannot even at present avail myself of the resource you offer me, of hating or despising a man whom I once loved. The utmost I ever hope to arrive at is to be able to speak of my affection for him in the past tense only and the most effectual way to arrive at that end is to mention him as little as possible for the future. 
I hope your next letter will inform me of your returning health and happiness. I need the assistance of them both to support my present wretchedness. May they long attend my beloved sister. Sincerely praise her affectionate F. Cleveland. End of letter 24